Hello and welcome to City Watch on the Air. I'm your host, Michael. We're going to be talking all things business, and one of the people we're going to talk with today is Katie Collins of Collins Style. Katie, thank you so much for being with us today. One of the things that she does uh, is something that everyone gets a chance to see, but probably not everyone is familiar with. She dresses people, and some of them walk down the red carpet at places like the Golden Globes and the Emmys and uh, other uh, televised events. In fact, you had some people, I think, uh, at the uh, Golden Globes this time. Is that right? I did, actually. I had um, I dressed Charlie Theron. He was nominated for Best Actress for Bombshell this year. Outstanding, outstanding. It's, and one of the things we that I'm interested in is how you choose the, the styles or how you and the, the stars choose the styles that, that, that they wear. Is this uh, a matter of, of them completely being individual or is this a com- accommodation of your input or how does that work exactly? Um, in this business, it really is it's all about collaboration. Um, you know, you, I think that the designers, they garner inspiration from many places, and the person that you're dressing, they really have, like, an individual and unique point of view as well. So it's really nice. I'm kind of a, an intermediary um, between, between the two. And then I also like to impart my point of view um, as well. And it really is a very collaborative effort, and it takes, you know, many dresses and fittings, and, you know, there's just, like, quite a few details that go into it so it's, it's really fun it's a, it's a team effort is it a situation where you sit down with them one-on-one saying what do you like what don't you like and then you going out and trying to match that with what they have told you well i think in the beginning when you're working with a new client you definitely have to understand what works and what doesn't work and that's that's trial and error um, if you have someone you've been working with for quite some time, there's, there's definitely a trust and a relationship that has been built there. Um, and so sometimes it's almost, it's just something like, oh, I really like this color. And from there we can say, oh, great, like this is a great color or this is a great shape. And how do we kind of combine all of that together? And that's where the sketching comes in and that's where the designing comes in. Um, and the design is not my, my purview, but, you know, it's great to be able to see different options and really kind of feel what that's going to what that's going to become what kind of fabric is going to be sourced um color is a huge huge part of it i think nowadays you know color is such a huge part of, of the red carpet and it's really fun to make a statement so those are those are really big factors and and then you want to just imagine what that's going to be as a final as a final product and what that's going to look like on the client and how they're going to put it all together with hair and makeup and how you're going to create a moment. Okay, so now I'm going to put her on the spot. Do you, do you ever have a situation where the client comes in and they say, oh, I, I, I found this dress and it's in, and it's in fuchsia and it's, it's wonderful and I've got to have it or something like it and it's wonderful. And you're sitting there saying to yourself, you know, that's, that's really not going to look that good on you. Well, I definitely have that situation, especially when you're working with younger artists. Um, or particularly musicians tend to have a very particular point of view. Um, actors and actresses tend to be a little more malleable in terms of the creative process because they really understand that they tap into that in a very deep way. But there are always ways to really, um, again, the, the word is collaborate. I think you kind of, you know, you, you let them sort of tell you what their vision is and then you say, okay, maybe it's this color that you love. Maybe we make it into a skirt or we add a layer or we take something away and we kind of 
you know, we can manipulate it. I like to show them pictures. I take pictures because sometimes they just need to see what something's going to really look like. In their head, it might look like something, and then on camera, it looks completely different. Again, as I mentioned, this isn't the kind of thing that everyone wants to do, and I, I know it takes a particular mindset and a particular set of of uh, uh, circumstances to, to get you involved in that. And I'm going to talk with her about that uh, as soon as we come back from this. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310 291 2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. I want to talk a little bit about how you got started in this. It's possible that this wasn't your first choice. How did this happen for you? You know, oddly enough, I think I really got into this. as I, I was just always a lover of clothing and aesthetics and expression. Um, and I always wanted to express myself through dressing myself. And at a young age, I started going to thrift stores and vintage, collecting vintage. And my mom thought I was totally crazy. I liked things that were old and, you know, smelled and were made of polyester. Um, obviously, you, you know, the business aspect of that is such a different and, and, and dynamic um, beast. But, but the inspiration was always there. And I just really wanted to be a part of that. I always loved fashion. I loved the magazines. And I just loved how beautiful you could you could express yourself in such a real way through what you were wearing. How did that lead you to Hollywood and, and dressing the people that you dress now? How did that translate into the a, a business for you? Well, I actually started really styling when I was living in New York. I was there for about a decade. And that was just, that place just, it really sparked so much beauty and creativity inside of me. Um, and I, I just kind of decided one day, I said, well, this is a job. I know people do this for a living. How do I kind of access this? And I just started asking around. I started reaching out to photographers or models or people that I knew that were in the industry. And I really just said, okay, like, what's, what's the process? Um, and I just, I would work for free. I would do photo shoots, you know, in an eight-floor walk-up uh, apartment with a, just a white backdrop, and we would shoot models, and we would, you know, try to put together something cool, and we'd try to get that out there, whether it was, like, online, or we would try to find a publication that would maybe purchase it, um, and, and collaborating over and over again with the same photographers, the same people, you just start to create something bigger. And from there, I was able to kind of break into styling runway. So I started in runway and also in editorial, which was really big back in the day before everything became highly digitalized. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, I definitely paid my due. You, you have to work really, really hard and see the bigger picture. Um, and so from New York, I actually was called back to L.A., to come work with another friend of mine who's a stylist and we started working together and collaborating with some celebrities and musicians and that really just grew my interest in celebrities and it, it just made me it felt like it was the right place for me to be like creating really beautiful moments very high visibility moments um and and yeah i'm working in, in that and that level it's just there's a really nice uh, there's a good amount of stress, but there's also a really beautiful end product, you know, for me. Now, you mentioned 
the contacts that you made in New York and how that brought you to Los Angeles. For the people who are interested in this kind of business, tell me about the contacts. Tell me about generating leads and actually getting the clientele that you need for this kind of thing. Because I imagine that even if you're already involved in the industry, it's probably not uh, so simple to say, yes, I want you to be my client. I want to address you and I want to do this and that and, and the other thing. And I'm sure there are other people clamoring to do exactly the same thing with these people. So how do you get your point across and get your business established through all that? Um, so I think mean, there's a lot of ways to sort of kind of get yourself into the, that fold. A lot of it is networking, right? So for me, it was it was a really it was about meeting people who kind of worked at the PR. Um, places, the people that rep the designers, because they're the ones who have access, and they're the ones who are going to be able to help you place those specific dresses or looks um, on a client. And, you know, you also have to just really be hyper aware of what's happening in, in popular culture. You have to see who are the rising stars, how are they, you know, who's coming up. Like, you got to listen and just be very conscientious. Of, of what's happening so that you can sort of reach out. You just, I mean, honestly, sometimes it's just Google searching and trying to find a connection to the person that you think is a good fit and the person that you think that you could really work with in a really beautiful way. Um, I mean, I've reached out to managers and, and publicists and people like that. And you just, it's really about being diligent and you have to bring something to the table. You have to set yourself up as a writing star, as somebody who has something to offer. And, and that is really just about creating, you know, create all that free work that I did, all of that hard work that I did to create images and to show that I had, you know, a, a, a perspective and a voice in that industry. And people see that and they say, okay, you have something to offer. I'd like to give you a shot. And then from there, you really just keep working those connections at every angle. You have to always be, you know, really open and, like, accepting of all the craziness and the stress that comes along with it. You always want to have a good attitude and be very vigilant about looking out for clients. Because unless you're, you know, if you sign up with, um, with an agency, then that's great. But you have to bring something with you in order to do that. You have to have the tenacity to go and find clients and bring them in. And um, and it really is just it's a it's a lot of of emails and calls and and just doing the work to try to to try to make it all happen. So basically, you have to create a portfolio, and then you have to find a way to get that portfolio to the people that you want to see it. And you mentioned that uh, by going, you know, doing the emails, going to see the managers personally, and things like that. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about this, and we're running out of time, so I'm going to break here. And then we'll come back and take the last few minutes and maybe dig just a little bit into that last part. So we'll do that right after this. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310-291-2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. Great. Uh, we are back with Katie Collins of Call in Style, and we're going to go through the last few minutes of the program. 
Katie, we were talking before the break about what it takes to break into the business and how you have to be persistent and get in front of the managers and get in front of the agents and things like that, people who represent, represent the kind of stars you want to want to do business with. Tell me a little bit about that. You talked about being being tenacious. How are you tenacious? Do you are you heading to their offices and saying hi? I'm me, no matter whether they want to see you or not. Are you are you running around? You're catching them at lunchtime. What are you, what well, are you doing? Yeah, actually, I mean, not not really these days, but definitely at the beginning, I feel like that was it's, it's all about FaceTime and it's all about presence. You know, you want to you need to represent yourself um, in your highest capacity. So yes, showing up in person it does work if you can get you know if you can get access. I think emails and and sending images as well, sending your book, creating a website, that's a really vital part of it. And obviously social media now is, is those are people's portfolios. So, you know, you've got to have a social media presence as well um, just, just to be able to show your work and show what you can do. Um, everybody, especially because this is a very visual industry, it, it really is, it, it behooves you to, you've got to create the work. You've got to figure out how to create the work, whether that's borrowing or you know, figuring it out and, and renting things to, just to create those looks so that you can get your work out there. Um, but I find, quite frankly, that a really well-worded email with images included is a, is a great way just to put yourself out there. All right, so are we talking about, as far as getting people to notice you, industry people, are we talking Facebook, Instagram? What are we talking about? Uh, Instagram, absolutely, is the by far the most superior visual medium, I think, for social media, especially for this particular business. I think um, it's basically your online portfolio, which is incredible, because back in the day, you'd have to you know, create images, hope that the photographer would send you a copy and put together a book and haul it around town. Um, yeah, Instagram has changed the game. It's, it's a really profound, and, and you get so much access. It's really incredible. I, I highly recommend that to anybody who's looking to, to start out in this industry. You've got to put yourself and your work out there for people to see. And as of now, you've had a chance to get your name out there a bit. People are, are wor we're working with you. You're working with some of the, the stars like Charlize Theron that you mentioned before. Give me an idea of your next targets. How, how do you pick a lead uh, or how do you generate a lead that's going to hopefully take you to the next, the next artist? It's about the networking. So you've, you've, you know, I'd like to just pay attention to who's kind of coming up the young stars and, and who's relevant. And again, it's really just about reaching out as soon as possible and trying to generate an opportunity for yourself before other people kind of get there. Because it, once once there's a connection between the stylist and, and the client, that it is a really beautiful connection. That's going to be a long-term, you know, relationship. So it's you also being, I mean, you have to be open to doing commercials, doing music videos. There's a lot of opportunity to do styling work that can lead you to something else. So it really is about kind of putting yourself out there, learning how to use all of these skills and be able to produce not just for carpet moments, but, you know, commercials, videos, all of the things that, that personal styling. There's just, there's so many different levels Okay, uh, we thank you so much, Katie Collins of Katie Collins Style. We look forward to seeing uh, your career uh, increase, and we thank you for being with us on City Watch today. As always, believe in yourself. If you don't, no one else will, and I will see you next time.